Well, hey there, podcast listener. How are you today? Like, really? Because if I could be honest, you're looking a little stressed out. And that's okay, because I've got your back. Because if you are feeling stressed out with life and work, left to feel unfulfilled, stuck, and ready for a new chapter to begin, well, I'm inviting you to change that. Because I want you to sit down with me and let's figure out a plan together, your life's roadmap, taking you from where you are right now and getting you to where you want to be. All you have to do is head on over to workwithkevin.coach. That is workwithkevin.coach to sign up. Until then, enjoy today's episode. I caught on to that. I loved it. And Napoleon said, these affirmations are a positive statement you say to yourself about yourself, about something that you want to have happen as if it's already happened and that you have to emotionalize it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I've not got nothing yes. going on right now. <laughs> so I made up an affirmation. I am healed. Yes. Because I wasn't healed. So that was perfect. Welcome to The Lowdown with Kevin Lowe, the podcast shining light on the inspiring stories of ordinary people choosing to live out anything but ordinary lives, all in the hope that you will be inspired to live out your best life. Because this life, it's meant to be lived, and this podcast is meant to inspire you to do it. What's happening, and welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Kevin Lowe, and this, of course, is The Lowdown with Kevin Lowe. Today is episode 105 featuring, well, I believe another absolutely fantastic guest here on the show today. But before I get to that guest, I want to turn things around a little bit and put the focus on you. Because, you know, you are the whole reason why I do this podcast is because I do it for you who is listening. So I, of course, hope that you love the podcast as it is. But if there's ever a topic that you think to yourself, man, I would love to hear Kevin's take on this, or I would love to see him get this type of guest on the show, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. My contact information is in the episode show notes of every episode I release. Plus, you can always just find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at The Lowdown with Kevin Lowe. I would love to hear from you. Matter of fact, my favorite day is the day when I get a message from a listener, somebody located somewhere around the world who contacts me to either just tell me that they love what I'm doing or to ask me a question about a recent episode. To me, that is awesome because it creates a two-way conversation. Because as much as I obviously love talking, I do enjoy having somebody to talk to. So in short, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. If there's ever anything I can answer for you, do for you, I want to help out all I can. Now, that brings me to today's episode. My interview with an absolutely incredible person 
Her name is Michelle Blood. Michelle is an extremely successful, multi-talented lady who it was an absolute pleasure to get to talk to when we recorded today's episode. Michelle was a rock singer in Australia, and after a near-fatal car accident, she created affirmation songs. Because what could have taken her down stopped her success. Instead, Michelle chose to turn it around. She discovered something about herself and created these affirmation songs. These positive affirmation songs not only healed her body, but literally took her to worldwide success. It's a beautiful, beautiful example that we could never understand how the events of today are going to affect our lives of tomorrow. And as crazy as it is, so many times the most amazing successes come out of our most traumatic times in life, like this for Michelle. We're going to dive into all aspects of Michelle's story, from touring as a rock singer in Australia to this absolutely traumatic car accident, and then understanding fully what she's talking about with these affirmation songs. This was something I was not familiar with, and uh, it was totally beautiful. What she explained it to me, demonstrated it to me, helped me to understand. I fully expect that you too are going to love Michelle Blood as much as I do. Be sure, though, that inside of today's episode, you check out the show notes. I oftentimes reference the show notes some point during the episode, but this one, you're really going to want to be able to scroll down whatever podcast player you're listening to this on and grab some of the amazing resources that Michelle is offering you, the listener of this podcast. She has been very generous with the things that she is giving away, and I just want to be sure that you don't miss out on any of the action. So I would love to keep jabbering away, but you're here to listen to my interview with Michelle Blood. So I'm going to go ahead, quiet down, and we're going to get rolling into my interview with this absolutely amazing person. Here is my interview with Michelle Blood. Michelle, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Kevin. Great to be here. Oh, well, I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for, for taking the time out of your day to, to share some of your awesomeness with the listeners here on the podcast. So, uh, you know, like I said, I, I thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I find what you're doing is extremely inspiring. And so I'm always happy to assist in that way and more. <laughs> Yeah, well, fabulous. Well, well, Michelle, I thought before we get to what you're doing in life today, let's go back a little bit because obviously right off the bat, we know, hmm, she doesn't sound like Kevin. She's got a much more unique and, and amazing accent, which sounds like from Australia, yes. correct? <laughs> from down under or yes. up and over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So tell me, let's let's go back a little bit because I, I, I want to hear about, you know, obviously, you know, living in Australia and I know 
you were in rock and roll and, and we had some, some major events kind of happen in life that springboarded you, you know, forward. And uh, so is, is there a specific spot that maybe you can think for us to begin? Well, I think if I just share a little bit of, of my back background to start with, and then we can go into the more, the deeper issues and yeah. the things that changed my life. Well, everybody, my name is Michelle Blood and I am from Australia. And I had a successful rock band at one stage. We toured for seven years nonstop. We had thousands of people came to our gigs. We did videos, records, you know, the whole nine yards. And I'd been singing professionally on TV since I was a little girl, actually. So I was already living what was my dream, even though it's really tough to tour (laughs) in Australia because it's such a huge country and you know, sometimes it's like 12 to 14 hours to get to the next gig, you know, driving. Yes. And so I managed the band. I was the lead singer, songwriter, co-songwriter. And so it was a huge amount of work for me to do. But I loved it, Kevin, because I get on stage <laughs> singing, you know, to start with, I, you know, when I was younger, I just did cover bands. And that was fun too. But then when we started doing original music and getting record contracts and stuff, it's so it's so fulfilling. You don't make any money in Australia doing it, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like it's like um I remember my road crew when we did a gig in Melbourne, they went to go and get a burger afterwards and they told me that they <laughs> saw Michael Hutchinson because we'd just done a, a gig with them with uh, in excess. And he asked my guys, my road crew, to buy him a burger because he didn't have any money. Because <laughs> <laughs> road crew in Australia make about eight times more than the band always. But oh, anyway, that's funny. Yeah, it's not until you really get international yes. fame that you make good money in Australia because there's not enough people. There's yes. only well, back then there was only 18 million people in Australia. But anyway, getting back to the story. So one night after 12-hour drive, I was in the truck with the truck driver who had all our equipment, big truck, and and I always like to drive with the truck to make sure that they arrived at the gig because we had all this, you know, expensive equipment. I was just like, <laughs> yeah. and I'd, I'd hire, you know, contractors to come and do it, different truck drivers. I didn't have my own truck. But he fell asleep at the wheel and uh-huh. I was already asleep because I could go to sleep because yes. I could finish a long gig and a long drive. Anyway, and as the passenger, he went into a telephone pole and my body oh. was just smashed to pieces, you know, and I was in the hospital for months and months and months. But a miracle happened while I was in that hospital and that's how I'm going to start the story. So yes. the worst thing that ever could ever happen to someone in my position who loved what she did was creating success gigging nonstop, never had time off because we were really getting quite popular and even had UK and some European record labels interested in us. So it was horrific because I loved my life and I loved what I did and I love my band. But um, that's the worst thing that happened ended up being the best. Yes. May I ask a couple of questions? So, Please. (laughs) So how old were you when this happened? I was, wow, let me remember, 26, I think. 26, okay, okay. And so so here you are in the height of this this rock and roll career where it's just going incredible. And then just 
like life has a crazy way of doing things, all of a sudden it's, as I often joke and, and I say, it's like everything's good until all of a sudden it's not, <laughs> you know? And But so what kind of injuries did you sustain from that accident? Well, my pelvis and my hip were, the pelvis was actually smashed and the left hip was cracked completely in half, a uh, hip bone. And so from the pelvis with all the smashed bone, that splintered into my bladder and a lot of other organs. And so, and then I had a fracture in my back as well. And so they had to, first of all, get all the bone out from from all the organs. So that was a 17 and a half hour operation. And then they had to have me in traction for five weeks before they could do the hip and the pelvis. So it was just, un, you know, the pain was so bad, I'd pass out all the time, just pass out from it. For about two weeks, I was just passing out all the time. And it was just, you know, yeah. I, I know people say emotional pain can be as bad as physical pain. I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? They're two totally different things. Totally different. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> yes sir. Yes, sir. They sure yes. are. So, yeah, so continue with your questions, dear sir. Okay, so that was the, the, the biggest things that I wanted to ask. So so now I'm curious and very anxious for you to continue the thought that you ended with when you talk about this being almost a positive in your life. Please, oh, please absolutely. expand on that. Well, what happened to me was people were sending me all of this sort of motivational stuff and spiritual tapes and things. Now, I'd always considered myself having a strong faith in God, and I was brought up a Catholic, and I actually loved it, believe it or not. But the thing was, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't religious anymore, though. I still had a belief in God, and I liked the church, but I didn't go to church anymore, and I didn't pray anymore or anything. I just did my gigs. But so people were starting to send me motivational things, which I'd never been involved in because I did not need motivation. Ask any band (laughs) member I work with. I would just be like the Energizer Bunny. Come on, guys. I love it. (laughs) And so I listened to a lot of them because they were putting them on and I couldn't (laughs) move to turn them off, which was very frustrating. You're like, you want to scream at these people. (laughs) <laughs> you know, freaking well, turn that thing off, you know, because they're coming in being yes. all positive and like they're farting <laughs> daisies exactly. or something. <laughs> and um, when you're in extreme pain and you're completely depressed because you think you're never going to walk again properly and if you do, you can't do what you did before, you don't want Miss Sunshine <laughs> nope. coming through the room. They yep, have to tone yep. it down a bit, Kevin. I understand. <laughs> But anyway, one of those tapes was an audio book of Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And he spoke in one of the chapters about how he healed his little son's hearing who was born completely 100% deaf. He would do auto-suggestion or what we call affirmations into the little boy's where the ears should be every night for years. The little boy ended up going to school by the time he was four, normal hearing school, had 30% of his hearing by them. And, you know, the doctors at the time were just saying, that's impossible, it's impossible. And I just caught on to that. All the other things I heard, 
Even all the other chapters in Think and Grow Rich, I couldn't care less about. Who cares about millionaire entrepreneurs in the 1920s yes, in America? So I caught on to that. I loved it. And Napoleon said, these affirmations are a positive statement you say to yourself about yourself, about something that you want to have happen as if it's already happened and that you have to emotionalize it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it. I've not got nothing yes. going on right now. <laughs> you know? So I made up an affirmation, I am healed because I wasn't yes. healed. So that was perfect. I love myself. I am my friend. Didn't love myself, wasn't my friend. If I could have moved, I probably would have committed suicide. (laughs) So, you know, I added something spiritual. You know, I just heard a couple of things from other tapes and I thought, well, I may as well add it in there. It might do something to jumpstart my, you know, emotion again. As the healing light of the universe surrounds me and goes through me, I know that I am healed. So I did this for a few weeks and then I gave it up. And you know why I gave it up, Kevin? Because it wasn't working. (laughs) Because it wasn't working because I was still depressed, still in extreme agony and the doctors were still doing more operations and telling me it like it was, you know, what you can't do, what you can do if you do survive. And so my doubting mind immediately would throw it out of my consciousness. It has to go into the subconscious mind. And this is why Napoleon Hill said you have to emotionalise it for it to be planted into your subconscious mind as a new thought, as a new seed. And then the powers to be in your mind, the power of the mind and the power of God through you will work on those positive affirmations to heal you. So you get all the negative out. But when your doubting mind keeps throwing out the positive affirmation, it's it's just saying, well, that's not the truth. It's not the truth. Listen to what the doctors are saying. So then do you know what happened, Kevin? (laughs) I don't, but I want to know. As a singer-songwriter, I know you can't get a song out of your head. I'd even written jingles on occasion for advertising agencies. And advertising agencies know that once you've got a jingle in the head, you've got their product in your head as well forever. And this is why kids learn the ABCs so quickly if they sing it. So I started singing. I am healed, I know I am. I love myself, I am my friend. As the healing light of the universe surrounds me and goes through me, I know I am healed. And I would keep doing it over and over again onto this cassette recorder, a little cassette recorder I had that I always used for when I got a song idea so it wouldn't leave my consciousness. And to, to make a long story short, that one song, listening to it over and over again, I had miraculous healing. The doctors couldn't believe it. I mean, not overnight, don't get me yes. wrong. I was still in the hospital for months and I appreciate everything that those doctors could do with steel plates and screws and yes. oil cans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but anyway, so when I got out of the hospital, I decided, oh, look, I'm going to write affirmations for every area of my life. And I wanted to do it for the band. I thought we could do it not for the public because they were not cool, hip songs at the time. I didn't think, but everyone thinks (laughs) they are now. But anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so I started writing 
the Magnet to Money song, which has now been downloaded millions of times. We're just about to launch our Magnet to Money app and success and persistence and all of these, and I am love, all of these songs. But what happened was the media in Australia, the journalists found out about about it. And as a singer there, they wanted to interview me, which I allowed them to do. And they all got excited about these affirmation songs. And they said, perhaps you could release these. And I just thought that was rubbish. Where would I release them? What, Time Warner wants to release affirmation songs? I don't think so. Anyway, I'll be the most uncool rock chick in the world. <laughs> we can't have no, that. No, we, we, we got a status to, to watch out for, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway, so because of all the interviews that I was doing, these promoters who were promoting Bob Proctor, Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Stuart Wilde, Tony Alessandro, Louise Hay, they all came to me and they said, we want you to sing at these events because you'll bring in a different crowd, a younger crowd as well. And and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who <laughs> any of these people are. <laughs> and they said, we'll give you $5,000 per gig. And I went, oh, I my God, sign me, up. sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> and the first gig I did, there were 3,500 people oh in Adelaide. And and I was like, what is going on here? So I. I'd say a little story and then I'd get, I got the guys to put the lyrics up on the screen, big screen. And I just had backing track for the music that I'd done in the studio. Didn't need yeah. a band or anything. And they're all standing up and singing their magnet to money and that they're healed. And Deepak Chopra and Bob Proctor and all these people just said, this is incredible. No one is doing this. I met Bob Proctor yes. when he was 60, just a young pup. And he just left the body yes. this year at 88. So, so I ended up working all over the world with these people and then putting on my own events and then going deeper and deeper into spirituality and the mind science and how it works and why it was working. And then I eventually went deeper and deeper into, you know, wanting to find my soul, what it was. Why am I yeah. here? <laughs> you know? One of the things I realized though, Kevin, is everything that I'd done my entire life had brought me to that point to be able to be an entertainer on stage, to be able to handle huge audiences and to entertain people and make it so much fun and outrageous and irreverent because I'm very irreverent. And I think the highest spiritual people are very yes, irreverent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I was healed. And then now I have students all over the world and bring out new books and products and different things on visualization to lots of people in over 26 countries right now I've traveled to and done events. And now I'm a citizen here. I've got dual citizenship for Australia and America. So I live in California and I love what I do. I love seeing people be uplifted and inspired because it's very, very challenging if you're in emotional or physical pain to someone says, do an affirmation and to keep it up when your doubting mind keeps yes, throwing it out. Exactly. So what, what do you feel was the immediate attraction to you taking these affirmations and turning them into a song? What, what do you feel drew people to that so much? Well, to start with, I was just, I don't think anything's yeah. lucky. <laughs> I, I think it was because Bob Proctor particularly 
believed so much in what I was doing that he put me on the world stage and started telling everybody about these affirmation songs to the extent he started writing them with me as well and recording some with me. So that was a big help that these people gave me great reviews and just kept saying, you've got to get, you know, like Deepak Chopper at one of the gigs, which he's a pretty quiet dude normally, and he said, this singer has these, these affirmation songs are going to go straight into your subconscious mind. You're not going to have to worry about anything. He said, if I'd have heard about or even thought about, he said, I don't know why no one else has done this before because apparently no one had. We had Louise Hay and everyone. But Bob Proctor said, we all teach about auto-suggestion and visualisation. He said, but no one has done it like this in such a fun way. So because I had the experience and because I knew how to record and produce, so they were, you know, they sounded really good and, they, you know, I kept making them. Yeah. Bigger and bigger. Yeah, <laughs> no, I love it. I absolutely love it. So fascinating. So maybe this could come across as like a silly question, but I would love to know, like, how do affirmations fit in into the realm of, say, like visualizations or meditation, or is it just something totally different? It's, well, everything, it's all to do with the mind, but I love that question, Kevin, because The affirmation music is a great way to start when someone cannot get themselves up to the next step. They can't get themselves out of the fog that they might be in or lack of money or physical pain or something that they've gone through emotionally, like losing a loved one, and they just sort of can't get themselves out of the fog. And so the affirmation songs work, and this has been proven now, John Hopkins' research, these affirmation songs scientifically work 300 times faster to go into the subconscious mind than any other method. And so it's a great way to raise your frequency, your vibration. Everybody knows now it's not just woo-woo Woodstock talk anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Everybody knows that the world is made of energy. We are energy. We are vibration. It's a frequency. Now we know it's a frequency. And As this frequency becomes a faster speed, the vibration is a faster speed, you raise in consciousness and you feel inspired. You feel happier. You manage to be able to get out of the fog and you see people again. You're not just me, 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 me anymore. You actually feel for other people. Once you start feeling for other people and looking at the opportunities in the world and wanting to assist other people, you're on your way. You're on your your way to perfect healing and success in your life. And then that's why I always say, do the affirmation music, but also do guided visualization, do visual boards, do all of that stuff. In all my books, I talk about this because I did all of that as well, because I was about 65 pounds when I got out of the hospital. And that's pretty skinny. (laughs) Yes, yes, I would say so. Yeah. So I visualized myself by putting my face on a body that was similar to mine, and that happened to be Kylie Minogue, another Aussie singer. (laughs) Because that's what my body looked like before the car accident. So I put my face on that and I visualised that that was me and I managed to start eating again and putting on a bit of weight, which I had to do because I was just, you know, I couldn't even look at the mirror. Of course. course. So now (laughs) I just wanted to ask you, do you feel as though affirmations are something that can help somebody in all aspects of life, whether it's something 
traumatic that happened, like what happened to you, it was an accident. Or maybe it's somebody who's going through hard times in life, something, a divorce. Or or maybe it's something even just somebody who's just living life that nothing's happened wrong, but maybe affirmations can just enhance their life even more. Like, can they apply to all aspects of life? Yeah, I've got albums for every area of life, for healing, even for little babies, little kids, self-esteem for kids. Yeah. With little baby animals singing along with me, telling telling the little kids where they are in the world and their little songs like I love my family and I love to hug them. And, yeah, you know, like, that's awesome. And so and songs for success, which was a main one I did with Bob Proctor, was specifically for people who wanted to make more money and get out of the rut of, you know, maybe they want to write a book or not work for someone else anymore and become an entrepreneur. So that particular album is got like songs like Persistence, Communication, Success, Synergy, you know, Climb the Ladder to Victory, Magnet to Money. It's all those songs are really powerful affirmations and they're done in a really good pop rock way. Yeah. So you can sort of, you know, it's not just some boring <laughs> you don't want to slip into something more comfortable like yeah. a coma because most because people are already in that frame of mind, a bit foggy. Yes. We want to get them out of the fog. Yeah. So and you know, songs for motivation for people that don't feel motivated and they have to get motivated to heal or to get through the fog. So all the songs on that particular album are just for that. And then we've got Create Miracles and Heal Your Life, which is just for healing, but healing emotionally and physically. Yes. And, you know, lots of other music, Yeah, just tons, tons, tons. And visualization programs as well. Yes. And meditation programs to teach people how to meditate or for people that haven't meditated for a long time but want to get back into it to get them to be motivated to start practicing their meditation because meditation, when people do it correctly, it lowers their blood pressure so they don't feel stressed. It gets them to be much healthier and much more focused. And it is the most exquisite thing. In fact, Kevin, I went off the grid for 10 years of my life to study with an enlightened, fully awakened teacher. And I didn't do any books or any tapes or anything during that time. They still sold on Amazon. So the business was still running. But just to focus on finding my soul, finding my God within me. Yeah. And after a few years, I did become awakened. So now I teach people that meditation and transmit light to them because it's a frequency, what you're transmitting to them that comes through your consciousness through you being awakened. And I've got doctors, dentists, rock singers, actors, actresses, college kids, you name it, students all over the world who've had something happen in their life and they've been like, I've got to give it a go. And then they, you know, it's like some of them say, we see this little blonde outrageous person on YouTube and we're like, she can't be enlightened. (laughs) (laughs) But they feel something coming through and they feel the joy because you don't want to go to a teacher who wants to give you joy and get you back into your, your true purpose of life, of being happy and awakened, who's like, no. Just listen to my voice. <laughs> it's like it's like there's there's this enlightened being who left the body just a, just a few years ago, 
called Papaji in in India. And if you look him up on YouTube, and he's laughing and cracking up and, you know, because you're filled with joy. Yeah. It's like your fears released from your consciousness, from your heart. And that's why meditation is so great. But some people don't want to go that deep and that's okay. As long as I can see that they can be uplifted and get out of their fog, out of their rush. Yes. I want to see everybody happy. I want to see them have money and have success and be on purpose. Because if you're not in purpose, you don't feel good about yourself. You lose your self-confidence. Exactly. Exactly. What do you feel like the person listening today, and maybe they're already thinking in their head, you know, what they think about, you know, meditation and stuff. Have you found any common like misconceptions that people come into meditation thinking or believing about it? Yeah. First of all, they think it's going to be really boring. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And, you know, that it's going to be hard. And it is. It actually is. That's why I recommend getting yourself, your frequency up first through the affirmations and the visualization because you need to have your frequency up so that your heart is more open to wanting to feel that inner connection with your higher self. And It is something that is when you've got an enlightened teacher transmitting light to you, then it is not as difficult because they are assisting you to be meditated from the eternal. And it's it's pure bliss. And the first couple of years, I loved the feeling of when I would have a moment of silence in my mind, but it took me so much practice. So it's not easy. But even if you just start by doing 15 minutes twice a day and you can just go through, we've got for you for free, a lot of things, including my video, the practice of meditation, even if you just begin to just go through it and just give it a go. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I I think, you know, you'll find, people will find that the reason that they're here on the planet is to find their soul and to reunite with their higher self. And it's like co-creation. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing it on your own. You're never alone. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So so what are some of, of the resources that you have if somebody's really digging this conversation, they're wanting to learn more, dive in deeper, what, what resources do you have for them? Oh, so many and a lot of free stuff too. So that's good for a okay. lot of people. But for your audience, to the lovely Kevin. <laughs> it, yes. It's Kevin time. Dump, 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 dump. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. So Michelle Blood, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-B-L-O-O-D.com forward slash lowdown, L-O-W-E-D-O-W-N, michelleblood.com forward slash lowdown. You're going to get the Magic of Affirmation Power book, which covers visualization, meditation, everything you can imagine. Plus it's got tons of affirmations in it as well at the end. And there's links to give you my magnetic creative visualization program for free, a lot of my best-selling affirmation songs for free, and also quite a few things. I don't even remember all the things that we've got up there to give away, okay. but there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> so that's that's well, that's fantastic. what they can have for free to start with and take take advantage of that, guys. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so much. And, and you, you are, you are so on the ball, got the, 
the special website. And, and for you interested, the website that Michelle mentioned, I will be sure that the link is left to that in the episode show notes. So be sure to, to scroll down, hit the little episode description button on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, and, you, and you'll find that link to access this, this amazing resource. So, so thank you so much, Michelle. But Kevin, I've got a question for you. Yes. Your energy and your personality is infectious in everything that you speak about and say. What have you done? <laughs> you know. To be the person you are because you're awesome. I actually talk about this this a lot. I have actually did it in, in a previous podcast episode. Is this thing about living like a happier life. And, you know, for, for myself, I will be honest. God blessed me with a personality of, of somebody who has always viewed the glass as half full. And, and I'll be honest that I believe I was given that personality trait because God knew what was going to happen to me. He knew that I was going to face adversity. But in with that, I have also made the choice that I feel as though this life is worth living and it's worth enjoying especially after seeing that in the blink of an eye, it can all be taken away. And it's given me this greater appreciation for life, for the people in this, this life that we do life with, our family, the strangers we meet. That's what just lights me up inside. And so that's what makes me joyful. It makes me wake up every day smiling and laughing is simply because of the, the realization that this life we live, it's a blessing. Oh, bless your heart. So true. You know? We're in synergy. Yes. And synergy Sing it. is Sing red it. Out yes. energy, positive energy, moves into synergy. <laughs> Woohoo. I love it. I love it. You be the singer and I'll just be the crowd cheering because <laughs> nobody wants to hear me sing. So. <laughs> Uncle, uncle. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, you have been an absolute joy to have on the podcast today. And I just, I want to extend the most heartfelt gratitude to you, what you're doing. I cannot wait myself to dive into these resources. And, and I can't wait for, for my audience to hear this podcast grab the resources that you've provided. Any last words for, for those listening today? Yeah, just, you know, please <laughs> know that you're not alone. You really are not alone. Even if you don't think you have faith, what animates your being is spirit. It is the divine presence, and it does go before you and prepares the way. It is with you 360 degrees. It animates your being. It gives you breath. It gives you joy, it gives you heart, it gives you love, and that it's always available to you. You don't have to beg or plead or in a prayer. You just have to say, thank you for my beautiful life over and over again. When you wake up in the morning, thank you for my beautiful life. And the more you have to be thankful for, the more you will have in your life to be thankful for. So there. <laughs> Yes, I love it. I and that is something that I always say that you know, I always say it it's really hard to be angry when you're smiling <laughs> and it's really and it's and it's really hard 
to, you know, feel negativity when you extend gratitude. Exactly. Nellie, it, I think saying. it's impossible. And the mind yes. can switch very, very quickly. So it's tricky. But if you can get into that habit of writing a gratitude list, but I like it. I think it's much more powerful when you say, thank you Yes. for my health and vitality. Thank you. Because most people don't use the word gratitude in their normal conversation. Yes. But they can thank you a lot. So it's more, it's a more powerful word to stimulate your gratitude <laughs> to make it sound ironic. Yes, yes. Well, absolutely. Well, well, in that regard, Michelle, thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Much love. God bless you, everyone listening, and God bless you, Kevin. Yes, absolutely. And for you listening today, I want to thank you. As always, this podcast is made for you. And I am beyond thankful that you're here each and every week tuning in, supporting this show. It just means the world to me. So I send you off into the world. Now that you've got this positive mindset flowing, you're probably singing out loud, trying to to match the voice of Michelle. Just um, as always, enjoy life. And we'll see you again next week. And that's The Lowdown with Kevin Lowe. I hope today's episode inspired you, motivated you, and excited you to get out and enjoy life, no matter what obstacles may be standing in the way.